Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, I have a pair of tickets to see Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings at the London Music Hall in London, Ontario on Thursday, June 5th. Do you want to go to this show? Can you get yourself to the City of London? The answer is yes. That's amazing. Please email me at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. And tell me what your favorite episode of Creative Control has been so far and why the most compelling answer wins this pair of tickets to see Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings in London, Ontario. Good luck. Creative Control with Beach Comic. Zaki Ibrahim is a very creative singer and songwriter who splits her time between Toronto and Johannesburg. Over the past decade, she's established herself as one of the most daring and fascinating R&B electro-pop artists in North America. And her heady sci-fi-infused debut album, Every Opposite, was shortlisted for the Polaris Music Prize in 2013. This Sunday, June 8th, Ibrahim performs at the Field Trip Festival at Fort York in Toronto along with people like Constantine's, Fucked Up, Washed Out, Do Make Say Think, Gord Downey and the Sadies, Broken Social Scene, and more. A few months ago, Ibrahim and I caught up for a chat just after she played a noon hour concert at the University of Guelph, here in Guelph, Ontario. And we had a long chat about her life and her music. And that's what you're going to hear right now. This week, the Bookshelf Cinema is screening The Lunchbox, Only Lovers Left Alive, Searching for Sugar Man, Fed Up, and more. On Saturday, June 7th, the Bookshelf presents Sharon Salzberg at St. George's Church reading from her book, Real Happiness at Work. And on Friday, June 6th, 
Trouble and Daughter celebrate the release of a new EP at the E-Bar with special guests Delhi and the Rival Boys. The Bookshelf is an independently owned culture hub located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. Visit bookshelf.ca for more info. You carry jumpers, coke, sweet Mary Sounds that looks reasonable. You project more. I know I am a radio person. Yes. Is it yes. The- no, I won't do that. <laughs> yes. I'm also gonna talk on the side. I don't I don't think of myself as that much of a projector, but it's okay. I think it's okay. It's good. It's fine. It's controlled, it's not out of control. You mean my voice? Yeah. Are you really you're you're talking about my voice now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I used to think it was a little mon- monotone. But but that's the thing is that like it's actually you're projecting. Yeah. And there's tone in it, but you've got this kind of control on it. You've got your own style of speaking. I do have my own style of speaking. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I think we all do, don't Even, we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like to hear myself speaking uh, recorded. Why not? I don't know. It's weird. I'm like, do I speak like that? Oh, well, you said the whole thing where you're like, but you're a recording artist. Don't you have to hear your voice no, all the time? I, oh, singing you hear all the time. Singing is different. It's like playing an instrument. So, Speaking is like, also because, um, like, in certain um, in certain um, situations, I my accent is is funny. Like, I, I flip from certain, like, certain words and, you know what I mean? Because you've lived in so many different places? Yeah, I think yeah. it's because of South Africa and Canada. Oh. Mostly. Okay. Um. So there's like certain the ways of saying things. It's not like, you know, when you're in England, you start speaking with an English accent. Because sure. you're, here we are. <laughs> yes. Sure, good. You know, but, I was just interviewing someone, an American artist, and he didn't know me, but I was interviewing him on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he said, half like early on, like 15 minutes in, he says, uh, oh, man, I really got to congratulate you on that interview you did with Leonard Cohen at Leonard Cohen's house. And I said, "Oh no, that's that's Gian Gomeshi. That's not me." Uh-huh. It's like, "Oh, I thought it was you. Like you, you guys have the same way of talking." And no. I was like, "Oh, well, we worked at the same place, but I, we never had the same training. Like I don't think I sound anything like him." But 
just kind of, uh, I don't know. And I clearly don't right now. Was it an awkward moment? Was it like, no, I, uh, I think we're in the wrong interview? Well, I, I've i never been confused <laughs> for another brown man on the phone, like sight unseen. Oh, yeah. That was kind of odd. I thought that was weird. That's funny. Anyway, you, <laughs> the last time I saw you play in Guelph was at the University Center for a noon hour concert. You did this about six or seven years ago. This one, this exact courtyard? Yeah. Was it with um, Via Facature? Were you opening? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think both of us were that's right. performing that day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm curious because, you know, you, you, you put on kind of a, a nighttime show, if I might say. Yeah. Not in a dirty way. <laughs> but you put on like a, a nighttime show. So I'm curious, like when you're playing at lunch... Yeah. What's that like? Are you are you hungry? First of all, do you, do you get hungry? Very playing? hungry. My my stomach just growled louder than I'm speaking right now. <laughs> um, no, I uh, I actually yeah, it is a nighttime show, and I was I, I was kind of thinking, what am I going to do to make it not such a light uh, nighttime show? Um, should I put on um, like aerobics gear um, and like a, a headband, like a sweatband and stuff? So it could be like, okay, everyone, like. You know how you know how like in um, countries like Japan they do like the exercises in the morning. Yeah, that's right. I was thinking maybe about getting an exercise program um, started um, for those who wanted to kind of like get the blood flowing at lunchtime that are maybe oh. studying, that are maybe in the middle of a paper or in the middle of a an assignment, and just wanted to kind of like switch it up a little bit. You thought you would prefer perform some kind of community service. Mm-hmm. And have everyone do some kind of aerobic just activity. Huh. Yeah. Um, so, but then that just, I was like, oh, that's just too much. It's going to take away too much from the intimidating um, soldiers, uh, rebel army thing. Yeah, you have a very theatrical show than the, the last, like, not the last time I've seen you, but I guess since the last time you were here. It mm-hmm. seems a bit more energetic. It, there's a choreography yeah. to it going on. You have a... a mysterious kind of group of people with you on stage. Can you talk a little bit about them? And also, why, how this came about? Um, well, the the story of Every Opposite is um, the story that kind of was inspired by Every Opposite and at the same time, and Every Opposite was inspired by the story as well, um, is is kind of this, um, this sci-fi fable that's like told far into the future about this time where things, everything kind of changed and people started thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the, you know, the, like, it's hard to say. The soldiers on stage are, are kind of um, part of the rebel army. The rebel army. They're part of the rebel army. Of some unknown destination or? Of, of, of the free thinkers, of the people that are able to think outside the grid. So in the beginning of the show, there's this... Um, Sometimes, depending on what the show is, there are different intros. But um, this one today, and um, a lot of times, there's this intro that says <clears throat> that I have to paraphrase a little bit that it like in the time of um, of kind of um, controlled thinking and um, you know the world power uh, outlawed these 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 people who are able to um, use other parts of their brain to. To, th- to think outside the box, they're able to um, move things and 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 travel in their dreams and um, and move things. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> telekinesis. Yeah, yeah telekinesis. You? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Teleportation kind of stuff. Like just stuff, like stuff where, you, where your brain, like they, they're able to use um, 
parts of their brains that that people could have like were able to use thousands of years ago. I see. What? Sorry. What but is the origin? Theory, where's what is the story that you're talking about? Where this does, is every opposite. Oh, this is the. Oh, sorry. This is the narrative of every opposite. Yeah. It's not something you derived from something else. No, this is actually what's going on on every opposite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know the 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 public enemy number one is the main character myself, who is able to uh, travel in in her dreams. I'm going to speak about myself in third person. Sure. Um, this character is able to travel in her dreams, so she's able to gather all sorts of information and kind of like find find out the real truth and that kind of thing. Find out every side of the coin find out every opposite way of thinking and be able to see different perspectives. Hmm. Um, and I guess the song that, that um, illustrates that is, is the do like one of the, like her finding her calling. Um, and <clears throat> my, my story, my screenplay that I, that I wrote alongside this, this album, this is like getting really long winded. Um, it's no, set in, I, I it's, didn't, I didn't know all set, of this stuff. It's good. It's set in, in, in Africa. It's set in somewhere in Africa. Not necessarily South Africa, but drawing on um, influences like um, Sangoma, which are um, like kind of the the healers. The the um, it's a, it's you know through lineage like you're you you either receive a calling or you don't like and it's it's like a genetic kind of um, passed down kind of gift where you're able to heal and feel certain things in a certain way and they're called Sangoma. Mm-hmm. And you could be someone who's got a nine to five computer job, going to the club on weekends and blah, blah, blah. And if you receive your calling, um, it might come in like a series of dreams or it might come in, you know, in different ways. Okay. And so it's kind of like inspired by that kind of um, coming to the realization that, okay, this is actually something that I need to pay attention to. People have been, have been said to lose their minds if they don't, if they ignore it. So the song, The Do... <laughs> is kind of this 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 um this housewife that is just um like the ballad of Lucy Jordan um kind of that kind of thing where or or she's this housewife that kind of gets the calling okay the do the do yeah okay and uh wait is that public enemy number 1 is she the housewife she's the housewife is public enemy number 1 okay because she's like this innocent you know um yeah, I mean, it's hard to go walk through the whole story. No, no, story, this but is, it's quite interesting. It's she, also very ambitious for, this is your debut full-length album, right? Yeah. You've had some EPs. Yes. And so you go all out and you come up with this multi-layered concept record. I mean, have you just been sitting on this idea for years and you just... No, I, I, I wrote some songs and there was a lot. There were some themes that were coming up um, around it. And it, it was like, I, I wrote some songs and I kind of let the record... I kind of had to walk away altogether from like the the idea of I'm gonna make this record and I got super super conceptual about it and I kind of had to tear it down and just be like okay I need to just go and f- find myself or something you know <laughs> um, and move to South Africa why not um, No, wait a minute hang on a second this is getting into a whole thing because you okay let's let's go let's back up a little bit where are you where would you say you're originally from? You're from Canada originally, right? Born in Vancouver. Born. I was born in Vancouver. I was I grew up between between Nanaimo and Vancouver Island. Uh-huh. And Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, that's that's quite a commute. And and Nanaimo yeah. Nanaimo is an interesting community, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's I, uh, I feel like and I might be wrong. It's either Nelson or Nanaimo. No, I think it's Nelson. 
probably not. Nelson has a, the no hand drumming law. Do you know about that? What? No. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to, to hand drum. There's so many hippies in British Columbia that it's yeah, they don't actually had to institute a law. Yeah. What? I think it's I think it's Nelson. That's Nanaimo. Amazing. Wait, is the, is Diana Krall from Nanaimo? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. So Diana Krall is from Nanaimo. And so is um, so is the couple from Young Galaxy that was on the shortlist. Oh, Polaris. that's right. Uh, Stephen and uh, Catherine, I think their names are. Yeah. 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 They're from Nanaimo. Yeah. He, at 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 the uh, at the Polaris um, concert. The gala um, thing. Steve, the gala, yeah. Steve came up to me and says, um, is your brother by any chance named Hanif? And I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, did you go to Wellington? I was like, yes, I went to Wellington. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, I hear, I hear your stomach or you're, you might wow, be expecting. It's like, yeah. it's like serious. Like, I'm sorry. I, you play at a lunch hour. You no, miss lunch. No, I think it's fascinating. I'm okay. I think it's. Do you want some food? You're not no, allowed to eat in the studio. I will. Actually. I will have some food, but. That's just cool because it's like a thunderstorm. Happening. I kind of heard some stuff going on. Yeah, at the Polaris thing, that's weird because you're public enemy number one, and this guy got into your ID. This guy from I know, Young I was Galaxy. Like, Don't tell anybody, <laughs> but I want to have to kill you. <laughs> anyway, that we met at the gala. Do you remember talking to me yes, at the I gala? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, do. I was talking for uh, Ox TV at the time, and uh, mm. it was chaos. That was a chaotic scene, but you. Yeah. You seemed very thrilled to be there and, yeah. and to be highlighted uh, on this thing because it's quite a feat for someone making their first album. Exactly. Why not? Why not? I mean, um, I'm always thrilled to be, I'm like working, this is my dream job. It's your dream job. Yeah. Yeah. So like to be doing this, to be traveling and making music and like being, you know, asked to do performances, whether it's for like, I mean, but I mean, yeah, this Polaris thing is all like to be nominated for it for the first try ever. Yeah, yeah. Is. But that's what I'm saying is like I'm th- I'm super thrilled <laughs> to well, be. Well, people people yeah. like and you know I, don't, I put myself in this category too. People have been championing your work for years. Like that's since amazing. since you kind of which would be what like I think in Tro- you got to Toronto what 2006 or something 2000 yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So ever since then you know you had I didn't meet- get to Toronto in 2006. I was in Toronto in 2001. Oh, I didn't know that. I just started making. I put out a, a, an, an independent record in 2006 oh sorry District okay. Six. okay yeah and then the second ep was with um sony red right yeah right and then so but okay. i was like working like at vice on queen street i was working as a driver i was doing um like catering i was all over the place i had like five jobs at a time yeah well you need to to live in toronto it's true after coming from uh Nanaimo. Or <laughs> so you're you're born in Nanaimo. Or, I was or born near, in Vancouver. Vancouver, sorry. Yeah. And then where do you end up? Because you you have a checkered history in terms of yeah. Because it was back and forth. I I went to South Africa with the, for the first time when I was three years old to live with my grandparents. Oh okay. And or to visit them, and then I ended up staying and enrolling in school and that kind of thing. And I I did a lot of back and forthing during those those years. I went back to uh, Nanaimo to go to high school, and then did a year outside of that in back in Cape Town and then when high school was over I I moved to Vancouver for the year and then ended up going to South Africa from there and then from there I went to Toronto um 2001 so where in South Africa Cape Town Cape Town right sorry and is is that where you are now I'm in Cape Town now but I um last year I lived two years in Johannesburg oh okay because it's kind of where there's some somewhat of an industry Mm. um Cape Town is absolutely beautiful um 
and I miss it all the time. But if I wanted to base myself in South Africa, it's kind of like I have to kind of be where the media is and I have to kind of like, you know, because I can't be flying every... It's the equivalent of living in Toronto versus somewhere like Nanaimo. Like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing. You need you given what you do. I would love to be able to live in Nanaimo. My mom is there. Okay, so we you... have a beautiful backyard. But deer I... come and my mom complains like deer come, you know? I mean deer come into the yard and eat the um... <laughs> you, you just said deer come and no. you cut yourself. I understand. I yeah. Like, no, I stop saying that. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that's right. So the deer come by. That's that sounds good. But I mean I mean the the, the actual you you go from Vancouver to Nanaimo. No, no, sorry. You go from, you're in Cape Town, Johannesburg, and you've got family there, and you've got family here. Is this what's keeping you kind of in both places? Just the family probably, thing? Probably, probably. Um, it definitely helps. My dad's not in South Africa. My dad's from South Africa. That's that's the con- South African connection. And your dad has a history in kind of the entertainment business, so to speak. In in radio. In radio. Yeah. What 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 did he do? Bush radio. But what is that? In Cape Town, Bush Radio is a it's a community radio station, um, and in ninety four, ninety five, they bought. They ended up kind of like building it up. My dad moved back to South Africa. They started building it up into an institution. So there was broadcasting school. There was oh. a broadcasting school. There was like a, a, everything from like a daycare to like uh, kids programs to they still they still run like so they built they they. They ended up buying the whole building and turning it into kind of like this um, institution where they'd hold conferences and stuff like that on community radio. Mm -hmm. They would have um, like broadcasting courses you can take, um, production courses, um, and, and like kids programs. Like literally there are... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Our eight-year-olds that are on radio and have a show. Wow. So they're teaching them like, that so my dad's really his his um he's retired now um or he's just he's just he's he's suffered some really heavy heavy blows the last couple of years so he's health like, health wise yeah oh. um he had a stroke a couple of years ago and he's still kind of in recovery oh. he's 73 years old sorry to hear that <clears throat> he's he's good though his spirits yeah. are amazing um but yeah he his whole thing was that it's such a powerful um, thing. It's such a powerful tool, like media, obviously. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. To be educated in it is a, as important as to be to, to be able to to be educated on how to use it, uh, as well as how to read it, 
how to kind of decipher what's being fed to you, that kind of thing. He's kind of big on that kind of thing. So does that did that sort of outlook instill in you an appreciation for uh media? Media and <laughs> and I suppose I mean when you're talking about the media they're reporting on, you know, the media will report on an artist like yourself. So on some level you're kind of at least peripherally in the same realm as your as your father on some level. Yeah, except for I mean I um for me to 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 kind of pay attention to a lot of media and a lot of like be it social or be it t- t- tv or whatever like yeah. I, f- I find that i don't know what it is i'm not exactly sure what it is my my brother's a tv head my sisters are all into their series and stuff like that i've never been into tv or radio for different reasons i used to love radio plays radio plays yeah hmm. and i used to make them i used to make radio plays did you like did your dad help you or something no, he never helped oh, me. Oh, you just made radio plays. Huh. Yeah, I don't know why. And then when I went to Bush Radio and like volunteered there, I was like, I want to make radio plays. And so I made a couple radio plays and then I got involved with like the kids, like the teenage radio play thing and did some. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and so you wrote, you wrote these radio plays. Yeah, I write, I write, I write radio plays. I write, I've been writing um, screenplays. Um, huh. You, was, have, you have this very theatrical bent to you well i just like the idea of like telling stories leaving something open to the imagination um i just i don't know i just it's it's a nice it's a nice thing to do <laughs> yes i don't know no it is a nice thing to do but you okay so you you like doing this stuff but you don't personally engage in with other media forms per se that, that are doing kind of no, that's like narrative thing. based things like so a, now, mo- movies do you watch movies yes i love watching movies obviously they're stories yeah, but okay, you say obviously, but TV, oh. when you sort of... And series, and some series are like amazing stories. I just mean like... Well, what's a series you like? Um... Like, what's a show that you would say, like, yeah, I like that show, I would watch that show? I, I just uh, started watching uh, House of Lies with Don Cheadle. Yes, yes, I've heard yeah. about this, I haven't seen it yet. I like the way it's done, it's it's kind of like, it breaks down speak. Okay. And it's just like, there's so much chaos in the way you can like, you can sell someone on your your worth in the universe like at every turn you have to kind of like as a consultant he's having to kind of like convince people that they need him yeah yeah that kind of thing and it's really interesting how they've broken it down and how they've laid it out and then just kind of deciphering all of the the plays it's not i mean it's not uh I just really appreciate it. okay i I haven't seen the latest one that i've discovered um and then before that was teen wolf the MTV Teen Wolf? I guess it's MTV. I don't know. I was just like perusing on uh, on the uh, the the illegal um, the illegal bootleg um, <laughs> sites of streaming because because um, internet is terrible in South Africa. Oh. So I'm just like, oh my goodness, there's the internet here. This is amazing, and it's so fast. Oh, there's no what? So what did you there say? There is internet, but it's so bad. So you can't watch videos. You can't stream stuff. You can, but it, it'll take you. You have to download it. Streaming, yeah, it's it's a lost cause unless you have the highest highest, and even that is like kind of no, average. Not that great, huh? Yeah. Um, and but yeah, you're, yeah. you don't consider yourself sort of an internet junkie. You're able to survive. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. In fact, I just walk away sometimes for 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 periods of time. Yeah, like you you've got a Twitter and all that stuff, but you yeah. don't you don't use it that often. And I do Twitter Twitter binges, 
where I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, and then I just like retweet, 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 retweet. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, I mean, I I was trying to get at this when we were both at the Polaris thing about, uh, and I kind of asked you some, in retrospect, I think I asked you some tough questions, given that you just came off stage. And I was like, yeah, well, here we are. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Also, I mean, it was hard to hear each other and it was a bit complicated, but I was trying to get at, kind of suss out what you feel your musical background is uh, in terms of where you are now. Because I think for some of us, we're like, oh, she's kind of in the hip hop realm. Oh, Mm -hmm. she's kind of in R&B and soul, which is this, I don't know, vaguely reductive, somewhat problematic umbrella of like so. she makes black music like that's, yeah, what, that's what you're thing. getting at that's it gets, thing. Gets i just wonder like if i wonder like if everyone kind of gets that question i mean even um because i mean like someone like say I, I i'm not putting myself necessarily in the same in the same um realm but say bjork like exactly what is Bjork experimental She'd probably punch you in your face if she said if she said that. Well, she'd punch me in my Experiment face anyway. This. Did she? <laughs> no, I said oh. she would. Oh. I've not been punched by Bjork yet. Uh, oh. I, I'm just saying she's a puncher. That's my yeah, point. She, she like, she's been known she to might, punch. Like right in the part, like it might wind you. No, no, she's uh, she's great. Face? She's fantastic. Oh. And I think she's very respectful of people who are respectful of her. That's my mm-hmm. take on it. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, that's a, a person that is uh, impossible to pigeonhole. And you see yourself, when you say, I don't want to put myself in that category, but you also see yourself as someone that, like, look, I don't fit a particular aesthetic, generic distinction. Well, this is the thing, too. If it, like, to be, like, to get kind of personal in a, in a funny way, it's like, um, if you look at my racial background, right? If I were to look at my racial background as far as, like, where I come from, like, uh, um yeah, like my gen- my genes or whatever. Do you want to maybe elaborate upon that just so, so we understand? I, what I'm saying is I, I, I look like I, I could be, um, like I just look kind of like miscellaneous brown person. Yeah. Right? Same here. Right. <laughs> so, um, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm like, I've gone through stages of being like, not stages, but like, I've, I know my, my, my black, my blackness. My my dad was a you know he was very he instilled you know like a, a sense of like cultural power like a very you know you know black power that kind of thing as well as my mother's um, very British Scottishness okay you know what I mean um, so there it was very easy very plain to see I'm I'm biracial which I think is very wrong you like, think that as a I think term it's wrong yeah like a biracial. I'm 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 multiracial. I'm multi. I have multi experiences. I'm coming from different things. My, you know. Oh, you're saying that the actual prefix "bi" is problematic for you. you well, you it's prefer not multi? that. It's not like that. I don't. I don't know actually w- what it is because I'm I'm many things. Like we're all many things. It's like, well, what are you? Are you, are you Indian? Well, my are pe- you... yeah, it's complicated. When people say, "Hey, where are you from?" Yeah. I say I was born in Kitchener, Ontario. Yeah. And they say, No, 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 no. Like where's your family from? And I say, Oh, we were we live in Cambridge, Ontario. I'm I'm difficult <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. But no, that's I'm... also kind of kind of important to do too. Well that's where I'm from. As far as it. I'm concerned, I mean I'm a Canadian citizen. My parents are from India, but like I'm not gonna I don't and you know, that's hard for them. I don't know if you have this experience, but my parents it's hard for them to reconcile that I don't identify necessarily as Indian. Even yeah. though I am. I mean yeah. physically or whatever. I think I don't know what the what the thing is, but like I think I'm more of a 
of a um, protester of like I don't know I maybe I'm just my brother is is that person it's like I'm Canadian that's what I am I'm Canadian I grew up in Canada yeah I played lacrosse I am da da da, da. I'm like but, but but you're African and you're Malay like there's this Cape Malay um 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 ingredient as well um. And you're and you're this and you're that. You should you know you should embrace that and you should you know that's your identity and yeah. really the identity is all those things Canadian. Yeah, Canadian but I mean, and... but what are we supposed to do as people with that whole identity thing? Like it, it almost. I'm not saying it's a burden, but like you know, it's all all origins are kind of accidental. You end up where you end up, and you're living your life. And and I mean, what are we supposed to do with that responsibility of like, oh, you're everything, you know. Because people are foisting that upon us. Like, yeah. oh, you know, you've got to be proud of your heritage. Yeah. And you're like, well, I, you know, I, I'm proud of it on some level, but every day I got stuff to do. What am I supposed to be proud of? Yeah, and- it's, it's very, very weird. And there's this, there's this thing. It's like this back and forth kind of like, can't you just be? Can't you just? Yeah. Can't you just? Because uh, it's at every turn, something's offensive. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? it's like, you're supposed to be acting like that. Like, why are you acting like that? Like, you're supposed to be acting. So... There's a parallel with the music. It's kind of like it comes from so many things. It does. I mean, it's it, it, it's coming from you know, it's hip hop is definitely a, a um, one of the one of the kind of foundations, and then but I mean even at that time it was it was so many different things. I was a weird kid. I listened to a lot of different things. I listened to when I was a kid, probably because of my dad and because he had a lot of records hanging around like a like Tom Waits. I loved Tom Waits. I love Tom Waits. I I, I loved um, Pink Floyd. I loved um, um, what are they called? Doctor Hook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like all these all these different things and 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 then like the first record I had was Sade. It was a, it wasn't a record? It was a tape. Tape. Um, and then I got. Whitney Houston and then I got like I don't know like there are all these these influences and stuff like that and then and then I guess then there's the path to where I am now yeah which kind of took me through all these different like but I can hear like the people you've described have kind of explored sort of the sonic realm in really inventive ways a lot of them are great singers uh, some of the people you've mentioned are distinctive singers yeah and I'm curious because uh, you know I think some people regard regard you as a singer Yes. And I'm curious what... Uh, songwriter. Singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter. But then if I'm means. like, oh, singer-songwriter, Zaki Ibrahim is going to be coming uh, to the lunch hour uh, today at uh, Guelph University, and most likely the majority of people will expect someone to just kind of like... Acoustic guitar. Have a guitar and sing some folk. Yeah. Yeah, music. that's a weird... That, that I don't use that term. When, I, when I'm introducing someone, I say... Singer and songwriter. I always make a point of saying that because I don't like that little hyphen. It's a little confusing. Singer-songwriter. Singer and songwriter. (laughs) Yeah, no, these distinctions are all foisted upon us, and you're in this realm too. Like, do you consider yourself uh, first a vocalist? Like, is that your strong suit? Or Because it seems to me, with every opposite and your live show, there's a lot going on. There is. And uh, you're a strong lyricist. If people actually delve into it, but it it does seem like the initial focus was on this great voice. Okay, well there there there's that, but I mean, I've always kind of been like, I'm not really a singer, you know what I mean? Like, I mean that sounds like silly because that's what I do, but I I I I know I I I'm someone who makes things up. 
Are you a conceptualist who happens to sing? Not, I mean, I, uh, I get, I, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I mean, I like to make things up. I like to make up sounds. I like to make my voice sound a certain way, or I like to, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, it's been a, it's been a journey to get, to get here. I'm calling myself a singer now because I sing and I practice and I, and I use different techniques to, to kind of like become more seasoned as that singer, but. It's, you know, I wasn't always calling myself a singer, I kind of... It strikes me that this goes back to the conversation, we or like the part of the conversation we were just having minutes ago about how it's another thing where like something external is trying to figure out what you are, and you're just trying to be. As much as we've just like talked about it for a really long time, I actually am, I'm okay with it. Like, you yeah. can actually call me and what you, what you want, and you can actually think what you want, and, and have fun with that. Okay. You're you know? at peace with whatever people think. Yeah. 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 Well, that's it's good. only when I'm asked to like put it in like a bio or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's complicated. So, what is next for you? You've completed every opposite. It's done very well. You've got some shows coming up. Mm-hmm. But what? Uh, and you know, I was watching you perform today, and I was watching you engage with the audience. Mm-hmm. That's clearly a, a big part of it. Performance is a huge part of of, of this for you, right? Yes. It's I, not something I, you take for granted or anything. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, and at one point, you ran into the crowd to try to engage the oldest person there. <laughs> you kind of came up to him and did a little shimmy. Super awkward. That was funny. And then I was like, the stage is really far away. I got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a little jog. So, yeah, oh, I mean, gosh. you clearly are having fun. As much as this is a, it sounds like there's a lot of heavy stuff going on on the record. Yeah. A lot of heavy issues. You mentioned that. Yeah. You know, there's things you want people to talk, think about, but you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's important. Yes. So what what is your next move? It's, it took about four years between your last... No, four or five years between your EP and this record? Um, I finished my record... I, I'm, I'm, I finished my record in May last year. Oh, you did? Okay. May of 2012. 12. It came out... June, July oh, in okay. South Africa. Oh, okay, okay. That's and very it just, quick. It just got released now in Canada in... Where are we? We are in Ontario. A couple of months ago. <laughs> in October, yeah. A couple... Yeah, it was like maybe October? Well, no, it's October now. I mean, my it was point. No, it's September. Okay. Maybe it was September. Well, I... It's when, wh- what, no, okay, I don't know. It was... um. It was uh, maybe August. I don't know. It was just released like a month and a half ago or something like that. Wait, sorry, where? Ago. In Canada. No, it couldn't have been because the Polaris thing, it must have been before June. You wouldn't have qualified. Polaris was when? Well, the Polaris Gala was the 23rd or whatever, September. But you yeah. can't qualify unless your record, I think it's June or July. I can't remember. But you, oh. you had to have released it by a certain time. Frame. I released it. I released the, the record. It was out on Bandcamp oh. since, since June. Okay, then that's year. that's why I counted. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, but as far as like physical copies and having distribution and that kind of thing was just just a minute ago. But what I'm just trying to do right now is um, coordinate my time so that I can get uh, my studio time in. So that's what I'm doing every day. So you you have a concept for the new record or, or I'm, an idea? I'm making I'm making a I'm I'm messing with songwriting. I am. I'm challenging myself with songwriting. Um, <laughs> I am wanting to move towards, I don't know how to like, it's not a concept. It's just more like, I guess the, f- 
my intention or philosophy around um, what it means to be successful, which is to be present, which is to be honest, which is to be kind of like feet on the ground, able to do, able to be, to like live a healthy life while doing the thing that you love, right? I see you're, you're trying to, you're trying to either define or redefine what success means? Well, that's no, it's just to me, it's that's what it's. That's what I think it is. Yeah. So you're trying to define what it means to you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and yes. that's sort of the umbrella concept. And I mean, music to me has always been, for me, has been a manifestate, like it's manifested things. Like I've written l love songs of a love that I want, or I've written, you know, something that I, it's either a reflection, a, an addressing or or like kind of a manifest wishful wishful yeah. kind of thinking situation like, yeah so you figured if you sing and write about success and define it in your own terms you will achieve it potentially yeah and then i'm also kind of like playing with 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 a couple of different storylines too but it's not a concept thing i think that i think i'd like to tell stories and and capture moments and just really kind of play with that songwriting, that songwriting thing. Okay. That sounds cool. I can't wait to hear that. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. So if people want more information about you, where should they go right now, Miss Internet Phobe? Well, <laughs> Digiphobe? Um, Digiphobe, sure. Um, I, I would say, like, information about me. Um, maybe check wikipedia um, really wikipedia you're sending people to wikipedia what is your I website don't know, i don't know you don't know your website address my website at the moment is a, is a is a splash page that takes you to twitter facebook um twitter facebook and um the other things yeah the other things okay <laughs> yeah i i feel Band like camp. it's like anyway people can just go it's, on google or yahoo and find out Type in Zaki Ibrahim. Yes, and it's Zaki Ibrahim, which is I B R A H I M. Ibrahim. Ibrahim. I'm sorry, did I mispronounce it? It's okay. So people always try to like put ham in there, but they're just hungry, it. like you. Yeah. Their stomachs are rumbling. They want to have lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zaki, thank you so much for the chat. Cool. Best of luck. Thank you. Hey, thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. -E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at CFRU.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.